What's up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and this is the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where it's just you and me, baby, one-on-one. You know how I do. I talk about whatever's going on in the sports world, a stream of thought from my mouth to your ears, and it anchors right into that real-life stuff, love, basketball, comedy. You know how I do, like I said. And if you want to hear me talk about any of these things with my comedian friends and other people in the entertainment world, that's my grown-as-fuck podcast. Don't miss that either. It gets really real. And don't miss me on on the hot mic app doing live broadcasts of football basketball wrestling all kinds of stuff the invite code is coach vaughn to get on a hot mic app where you can follow me there and not miss any of my live broadcasts and i post all of this stuff on my social media go to grownafcomedy.com and you could get links to everything so you don't miss anything that i'm doing including my live stand-up comedy shows don't miss me anywhere doing anything but for right now, you, me, one, 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 on, one, Coach Vaughn Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where ball is life, literally. <laughs> as I discuss current events on and off the court of sports entertainment world as it relates to us in everyday life, I'm your host and friend in your head, really, comedian Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, at Von DiCarlo. And of course, you can get links to all my social media by just simply going to coachvon.com for all things that are me. I am so excited. I missed you guys. I don't know if you've missed me, but I've definitely missed you. I just missed one week and I feel like it's been a year, but that's this world we're living in, right? One day is equivalent to a month. So technically, since seven days ago. It's been seven months since I've talked to you and I miss you. I have to really admit to you how much I appreciate doing this show. I'm like saying I'm a friend in your head, but really your friends in my head as well. And a big shout out and hugs to the new supporters, of course. Uh, More of you are coming on board every week and signing up. And I must stress all the time that I know you don't have to do that. This content is free, but you are supporting it and keeping it going with your contribution monthly, be it 99 cents a month or $20 a month or whatever you decided to sign up for. Your coins matter uh, a lot every penny it's so appreciated and it inspires me so much and and doing the one-on-ones I am really enjoying the one-on-ones and I've been thinking about it like we're all in this transition right now like collectively as a world we're going through the biggest transition of our entire lives no one expected this well except you know Barack Obama he did have a whole pandemic task force ready set go and Donald Trump said fired as soon as he got in office he just wanted to unravel everything but I digress I don't want to go into some Trump crap let me tell you guys I have taken a break I've barely been on social media I've barely looked at the news you know you can not really avoid what's going on in the world these days but I definitely 
have pulled back a bit. I had to get my mind right because as you guys know, if you've been listening, if not, that's okay. Go ahead and pause right here and go listen to the past few weeks, past few episodes. You'll know what I'm talking about, especially since uh, lockdown happened and, and the whole pandemic and all the protests and everything. Catch up. Catch the hell up to where we are. Let's stay together on this. (laughs) But anyway, if you have been listening or if you've paused me and now come back, you know that I have been absolutely 110,000% terrified about going back out and transitioning myself into life again. I have been one of those people that even after New York start, I'm New York based and New York has been in a pretty decent position. We did what we had to do right out of the gate. We got hit hard and, you know, it was like the end of the world here all of a sudden. And we wore our masks. We social distance. We did our thing for the most part. And New York's numbers has has come down, uh, unfortunately, and God bless the souls of all the people that we have lost and are currently losing to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, But generally speaking, New York has gotten itself into a much better position than where we started, obviously. And people started coming back into life and and going outside and doing the outside dining thing and, and comedy shows. Yes, I love comedy. It has found a way to have a life in this world, which is crazy because, again, if, if you know me, I've said, you know, because people are seeing my match. I, I'm in a match.com commercial right now. And like when my GNC commercial was running and the Carnival Cruise, you know, I book commercial work and I appreciate it. But I don't I'm not ever really as excited as other people are about it because my main focus, heart and desire is stand up comedy. And I'm just working my way to that place where I'm like solid, solid, you know, and and I was getting in a groove and working on, you know, material for a comedy album and doing all this stuff. And then lockdown and everybody is like shelter in place and I'm a woman of a certain age and I'm a woman of a certain you know lung capacity right I got asthma y'all told the story a million times I'm I have allergies to pet dander so like if I'm around your dog for indoors like five minutes my face is going to swell up I'm going to start having nasal drip into my throat and lungs and I'm going to start coughing and having an asthma attack and if I don't have my asthma pump uh, I may start throwing up I could pass out and die basically long story short so my lungs ain't in no position to be taking on no corona cooties damn it come on world so As New York slowly started to come alive and all of these comedy shows are popping up, these outdoor shows and stuff, I've been having that, should I go out? Should I not go out? What am I doing? What am I not doing? Uh, You know, there was a point where it's like, okay, the NBA comes back. The bubble starts in July. I had a show on the books for Vegas in July. I was like, if they're open, should I get on a plane? Should I go? Just going through all this You know, trying to figure out how to transition my way back into life. July comes, the NBA bubble starts. I don't start because the show in Vegas is, you know, the casino's not open. So I was like, okay, that's a sign from God. I'm going to stay sheltered in place. So I'm still just living my life. 
going out just for essentials. You feel me? So I'm not really engaging in life like that. I'm still acting like it's the first week of lockdown in New York City. And we're about four months in to lockdown and about three, four, five, six, ten weeks ago, <laughs> people started transitioning back into not regular life, but life as regular as it can be considering the circumstances and just being as careful as possible, et cetera, et cetera. So I did it, y'all. I finally did it. The reason I didn't have a podcast last week is because I ha- I needed to take a moment and gather myself because I booked a, a indie film in Boston. I believe I told you about it, but I decided to do it. It's a SAG project, you know, so the SAG rules are very strict as far as COVID is concerned. And I had to go in a day early before my shoot to get the to get tested and and they had me set up with the one of those rapid um rapid the one of those facilities that do that does the rapid tests. And I got tested I had already been tested for the antibodies and I didn't have antibodies, but I hadn't actually been tested for COVID yet. So I'm like nervous. And I, I've been seeing all these videos where people stick, you know, the, the people that's doing the test, they stick that big, long uh, swab Q-tip thing in your nose that touches it practically touches your brain. So I'm like, oh, my God, is this going to hurt? What's going on? Should I hold my breath? What should I do? I get there and the the test wasn't even as dramatic as it looked because it just went like to like the front and middle part of my nose. It didn't go all the way back to my brain. So I was like, you know, my paranoid self. So I asked the guy, I said, hey, I thought that this was going to I was like, is that it? He's like, you're all done. So I'm like, was that it? I don't. I, that's weird because I thought you are going to put a Q-tip to the tip of my brain. What's what's going on here? Did you not fully do the test? Uh, what's going on? So he explained to me that the the long swab that goes all the way back to your brain, basically, is one of the earlier tests uh, that they had developed. And they're still utilizing that in some places, but that is not the method that they use for rapid tests. And I was getting a rapid test, which is just as effective, but they found a new way for um, accurate testing without having to go all the way back to your brain. So I was pleasantly surprised about that and I got it done. I was clear to shoot. I am Corona cooties free. I was cleared to go to set and this was in Boston. I had to drive to Boston. I, I got a little rental. I do the zip car thing. So I I drove up there and I had a long talk with myself on my way up there because I was like, you know, this is my first. I'm transitioning into the new normal life. And I'm terrified. You know, I wear like three masks when I'm outside, y'all. I'm no joke. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw a post from the other day when I was hanging out at the comedy cellar uh, outside. Of course, you can't go inside. 
but they have the outside dining and me and a bunch of comics were out there chilling and and Allie, one of the comics, Allie Breen, she did an Instagram video of me because she was like, how, what are you doing? You got all like, how many masks? So I showed her, it's like one, two, three. I don't know, y'all. It's not like, one of them is an N95 mask. One of them is one of those easy breathing masks. Well, both of the other masks are like copper because apparently the the coronavirus has trouble living on copper. So I, I'm just trying to figure it out, right? I'm paranoid. I'm scared, but I'm out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to get out into it. So don't hate on me, you know, calm down, everybody. They, you know, a couple other comics, um, uh, Reggie Conquest, very funny comedian, Daphne, uh, uh, <laughs> Daphne Springs. She's in town from L.A. And, um... <laughs> they were like do you sleep in your mask like what is going on why won't you take off you know it, you never take off your mask and I'm like yeah no I'm not going to I mean you got to take it off to eat but two seconds later right I am a thousand percent back on my mask and if somebody comes near me I pretty much run and spray them with alcohol I walk around with my hand sanitizer and my alcohol spray and I will spray you don't don't come near me we could elbow bump but then I'm gonna spray my elbow with alcohol I'm, I'm excessive I'm tripping but that's not the point I'm out here I, I did it I, I got myself out of the house into a rental car and I drove to Boston to do this comedy film and it, it it's going to be awesome. I love the scene I was in. The part I played was fun. You know, I can't wait to see the final product. Uh, it, it's great. It's great. I had so much fun performing. I haven't performed since March 9th. And of course, when I say perform, um, I don't mean to just thrust everything in there with stand-up comedy because everything is in stand-up comedy. And, you know, I, I, I but, you know, I got to perform as an actress. I got to perform comedy in in that scripted type of funny girl way. And the character I played uh, when I read it, I kind of I was like, OK, I see who this girl is. I see who she is. She was like I played her. She was she was like a cross between Wendy Williams and Kenya Moore from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like she was kind of like she'll twirl on you, twirl on my haters. You know what I mean? She's she'll twirl on you. She got all the clapbacks and she likes to kind of passively aggressively uh, stab you a little bit, you know, try to get up under your skin. But I'll keep you posted whenever it does come out, God willing, because you never know with projects and the whole pandemic. But I'll keep you guys posted. The point isn't the film itself. The point is that I use that moment to transition myself back out into life, even though I was terrified. So now I'm Corona cooties free. I'm, I'm in the clear. I want to keep it that way. But when I get back from Boston, I told myself, yes, you are going to do these stand-up comedy shows outside. So I get back. My avails are in. I got offered a couple of spots. And boom, first day out, canceled, rain. I was like, whoever thought that comedy 
was going to be dependent upon mother nature not hating on my spots i was like okay mother nature i see you go off go off so i'm canceled but i was like you know what this is a sign from god i'm gonna stay in for another four months i got lucky going to boston and now i'm just gonna shelter in place until 2021 but no i talk myself sometimes you cannot listen to all the voices in your head y'all you cannot because every voice in your head is not for you there's dark voices and there's light voices and then somewhere in between <laughs> is you there to make you the right decision right i always talk about the good angel and a bad angel on my my shoulder and not to say solange is a bad angel but you know that's that solange a beach ass in the elevator catch all this smoke angel and then you got your beyonce what what beyonce do you know be graceful best revenge is your paper angel is so you know you might have that solange side of you like fuck that rain fuck that go <laughs> you know do whatever and then you got the beyonce side like no honey mm -mm. no you a boss be a do boss things and then somewhere in between it is yourself saying what's the most practical decision here what what makes the most sense you should shelter in place again for another four months because it rained or you could just go okay I'll do the next one. It's not going to rain forever. So I took the it's not going to rain forever approach. And a couple of days later, I was booked to do, you know, another couple of spots. And I posted this one on Instagram. It was my last post before um, whatever I post to for this podcast. Um, it's the picture or the video before that where I'm like, I'm I'm in Battery Park. I'm hype. I'm about to go on in a few minutes, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me tell you. I spoke too soon <laughs> because the police comes, it's in the park and they shut the show down. Like, Hey, you guys need a permit, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, but the rules state that, cause this, this is one of those, those, um, shows that stand up New York is doing. And some of the park shows, they have a mic and some of them, they don't. And they follow the rules. They've been doing great. They've been featured on, on the, the news and everything. Uh, but the police decided that, hey, you need a permit today for this, even though you don't have a mic and you're not selling anything technically. Uh, so they made a big deal out of it. I'm sure Stand Up in New York, they're wonderful as far, you know, they're they're doing the damn thing when it comes to these shows. So I'm sure they're going to work it out. But of course, you know me. Now, this is my first day out. Finally, about to do stand-up for the first time since March 9th. And then the police shut me down. I, my my eyes welled up. I started to cry. I'm not even going to front. I got in my feelings. I mean, I, I didn't do it in front of the the booker and the comics and stuff. But I, when I walked away, you know, like Debo, the, the, I mean, on Friday when they were like, <laughs> he going to cry in a car. That was me. I was like, I'm a cry in this Uber on the way to the next spot. I sat down when I was waiting for the Uber. And I, I know I'm not the only one that has these defeatist thoughts in my head, right? You got to fight these voices in your head. I'm telling you, y'all, you can't let them defeat you because the the, the dark voices, the, the voices that tell you you're not good enough. Uh, I told you just go home. I told you it wasn't going to work out. All of these things in your head, they're not 
it's not true. It's not there to help you. It's there to defeat you. And and you are good enough. And you it, the world is not against you. You know, but I was sitting there like, see, man, this is how many times I'm trying to get back out and do comedy. And every time it's either going to rain or something gets canceled or or I, something, something happens. So maybe this is another sign. Maybe I should just go home and just give up and not go to my next spot, which was in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. Same club pop up show stand up New York. But I was like, I should just go home, you know, sitting, waiting for the Uber to take me to Prospect Park. The dark voices in my head was trying to tell me to go home. I shook it off, told those voices to shut the fuck up. I'm not defeated. I'm going to go to Prospect Park in Brooklyn. And if the, even if this show gets canceled, if I get there and it starts raining or they get shut down because the park police decided, you know, that they couldn't perform there today. I, I told myself, I don't care what happens. You are not defeated and you will go home and be happy that. You know, you are transitioning yourself. This is a very difficult time in life for everybody. And you have the strength to even come out of the door. You've been terrified to come out your door and you are out your door. You got on 25 masks, <laughs> but you outside. You are outside. Pat yourself on the back for that. Even if Prospect Park does not work, work out. So I get to Prospect Park and. Oh. Uh, when I tell you, that was the best 10 minutes I ever did in my life. Not quality-wise, because it was my first time on stage, and I'm pretty sure it was messy. I'm, it wasn't like this tight set that needs to be on TV. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was the best 10 minutes of my life because it felt great. And I got there. It wasn't shut down. It wasn't raining. I, I made my spot in enough time, even though I was a little lost trying to get, you know, get there. I hadn't been there before. But, you know, the point is I didn't get defeated. I finally, 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 y'all, finally got up. And I appreciate you guys um, waiting for this week's podcast and, and me taking a break last week to get it together so that I could share this story with you. I I, I love, when I tell you I love um, sharing these things because I, I feel like I am not the only one going through this stuff. I know, especially now that I'm I'm doing my one-on-ones pretty consistently and people are signing up for them the way they are. I know we're all in a time right now where we need, sometimes we need a pep to know how to pep talk ourselves. And I, I don't claim to be a master at it, but I know that the the dark, incorrect hateful ass voices in my head I, I know I'm not alone with that so whenever it happens and I fight through it I like sharing these stories uh, I got more to share with you if you want to stick around that would be great I'll be right back welcome back to the coach Vaughn podcast I missed you I missed you Wait, I, I was about to say, oops, that's R. Kelly. No, that was Aaron Hall. I'm talking about you, baby. Y'all remember that song? I miss you. I was about to say, oh, no, I can't do R. Kelly. Don't cancel me. If that is R. Kelly, but I believe it was Aaron Hall um, who they say R. Kelly stole his whole whole vibe from. 
vibe. You got that vibe. <laughs> anyway, y'all know I'll be bugging. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning back in. Today is August 17th. If you're not listening to it on August 17th, that's fine. But I just have to say that because two years ago today on August 17th, one of the strongest women I know in my life rang her cancer-free bell in the hospital. My mom, Joyce, well, I love her name. Uh, it, having the word joy in your name speaks a lot about you. You know, you are your name. And my mother names me after an actress and who was famous for, you know, Lily Munster, the Munsters. A very talented, funny lady. And, you know, you are your name. My mom is her name. She brings me joy. She is a joyful person. I mean, she's kind of an asshole, too. I'm a lot like my mom. We're, she, I am her daughter. Don't get me wrong. She is a very positive, loving sweetheart. But she will... Uh, she will clap your ass like she will <laughs> don't get it twisted my mom got a smart ass mouth a sharp ass tongue like her daughter apple doesn't fall too far from the tree you know what I'm saying but anyway she rang the cancer free bell two years ago and my mom is still alive and tr- transitioning oh it's uh, it's been so rough on her she still is on a feeding tube And uh, she hasn't swallowed in two years, you know, since since she lost, she lost her vision. She she lost um, she's she's completely blind in one eye, but she could see out of the other. She lost her hearing. So she has to wear a headset to be be able to hear. So it's not all the way gone, but it's it's fading. And we recently found out that she has scarring. The chemo and radiation cause scarring on her heart. So there's a lot of issues. But she is cancer free and she is pushing through like 50 Cent got shot nine times. Or No, better yet, Cardi B fall down, get up 10. You know, my mom, I'm using horrible examples. <laughs> That's horrible examples. My mom is strong, bottom line. And I'm very proud of her. And Every time I feel like I'm ready to complain about something or put myself down or think down on myself because it rained and I didn't do my little seven to ten minutes of comedy. I got to remember, I have a lot of blessings. There's people, obviously, obviously, there will always be people in a better position than you and there will always be people that are in a worse position than you you just got to find your peace of mind right where you are and count your blessings it's, it all sounds so cliche but it's so real and I'm so proud of my mother and I definitely get a lot of my strength from her and I know that it's so difficult on her to go from being a very lively, active person to practically just being bedridden. Like, but my mom, she would lift her little weights in in the bed and she gained her strength back and she could take showers on her own. Now she could walk up and down the stairs by herself on her own. And that's a big deal. But 
for my mom who was active, like she worked every day, like she wasn't somebody who wasn't active, you know what I mean? To pretty much have been in weak and and in the bed and and not having energy and and this chemo and radiation taking such a toll on your body for two years and not being able to eat real food like my mother hasn't tasted real food in in two years so when I did my seven day juice cleanse I think I told you guys about my seven day juice cleanse. If you follow me on Instagram, you definitely know about it because I was talking about it on Instagram. But I did a seven day juice cleanse. And for seven days, I just had the juice. No food. No food, y'all. Be proud of me. I was proud of myself. Only problem is the next morning at 6 a.m. when I was allowed to eat again, I Googled Domino's pizza. Because I was like, mmm, I deserve a reward. A reward. Let me go ahead and fuck up everything I just did these past seven days. Uh, I want to do a fat bitch dip. Give me the pizza and the ranch, blue cheese dressing. Let me just dip, swirl the pizza all in. Let me get pepperoni. Let me get mushroom. Let me get onions. Let me get beef. Let me get that pot. Let me get that. How much do you want? A lot. How much do, are you going to eat? A lot. How much you going to swallow? A lot. Meanwhile... My mother has had to regain her strength after chemo and radiation basically tore her down. And she has to do this without eating. She has to do this from only getting nutrition, including water, from a feeding tube. So, yeah, I could go ahead and all the way shut the hell up when I'm complaining because I can't get a cheeseburger or some donuts when I want. And it's everybody has a vice, right? So you can't judge a person's vice. Food is my vice. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I know somebody that might be listening, might be all right with food, but might be drinking excessively now, especially with the lockdown thing that happened. A lot of people started smoking a little bit more weed and drinking a little bit more alcohol. You can't judge anybody's vice. Because when I look at how I treated myself with food, I'm like, I'm definitely low key trying to kill myself with a cheeseburger if I don't slow down. Like, what am I really doing? So you find the strength where you can find it. But, you know, that little that little Solange angel. I got to stop using Solange because I like Solange. Like, she's dope. She's a positive person. But when I say Solange, I'm not saying she's a the bad angel. That's a horrible way to describe her it's just that to say like the the good angel Beyonce is like the sweet one that won't beat your ass but I got my sister Solange that'll sweep that will mop your ass with the floor so I just want to be clear because I do like Solange and I do think that she has really positive energy but you could catch all the smoke you could catch these hands you know so just keep that in mind whenever I say that actually if you guys saw me on laugh mob laugh tracks I I I think I mentioned it on there. I told a story and I always preface it with I should be ashamed to tell this story. But this was my old self and I you ever are in the mall area and there's people that just walk in the middle like of the lane, like not on the sidewalk. They'll just walk in the middle of the street because it's a mall area like they're just strolling in Central Park. So this one time I was coming from eating with my man at the time and we were coming from eating and we went to an Italian restaurant in a mall, whatever. We had food and 
we pulled out of our parking spot and now we're in a, the driving lane heading home or whatever. But, but these two women were just strolling along and acting like they didn't see this big ass truck behind them. So I'm looking at my man like, well, beat the horn or something so they could get out, get out of the street. But he had patient face. And, you know, I'm just looking at him like, you just just beep at him. And he's like, oh, that's what y'all entitled bitches do. I lost it. I was like, no, you ain't grouping me in with these two chicks. I would never do something this rude. Like, they're walking in the middle of the street and there's a sidewalk there. You know damn well I wouldn't do nothing like that. So now me and him arguing. Well, mostly me. Because he's just looking at me like, you just barking and barking and you mad and being impatient. So anyway, finally these two chicks get off to the side. They, they get onto the sidewalk and I rolled my window down. Now I said I said I should be embarrassed to tell this story. And if you saw Laugh My Laugh Tracks, they reenacted it or whatnot. And um, I told the story on, on, on that show. A very funny show. Anyway, so you may already know what's about to come. But anyway, I rolled down the window. And I threw my leftovers, the, the plastic bag of pasta. I threw the pasta out the window at these two chicks. <laughs> Now, talking about, because I'm refined ratchet, right? I'm a project chick. I'm a project chick, but you, you can take the girl out the projects. You can't take the projects all the way out of the chick. So, uh, yeah, I did that. I did that. And we got a few feet ahead, and he stopped the car and put the child safety locks on so I couldn't roll the window back up. And I looked at him like, what the hell are you doing? And he looked at me like, oh, you so tough, you know, you so bad, handle your business. And here come these two big white girls rushing towards the car with pasta on them. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm sitting there like, okay, what will Beyonce do? <laughs> I didn't ask myself what would Solange do in this moment. Because I knew what Vaughn wasn't about to do, was, which was get out the car and fight these two big girls. So they got up to the car window and I looked over at them and I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. Um, you know, I, I lost control. I was wrong. My bad, ladies. You know, I should check my period app. You know, I got PMS. You know how it is. <laughs> and they screaming on me. Bah, bah, rah, rah, rah. And he rolled up the window on them and, and took off. And, you know, we didn't get into a squabble where I would have to fight these two chicks. And, you know, he kind of let me have it on the way home. Like, yo, you you should be you're bigger than that. You're better than that. Why would you do something like that? You you know better. Like you got you got your daughter in the back seat. Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you let yourself lose control like that? And look, I'm not a person. You should know me well enough by now. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I don't make excuses for being wrong. And in that situation, I was dead ass wrong. And I never did nothing like that again. He was also pointing out, you know, how inconsiderate I was being to him. He was like, if you get out of that car, you get into a squabble. You know, you start fighting these two white chicks. We're in a mall area. Police come. I'm a six foot five, you know, 300 pound black dude. They shooting me. I go to jail. Y'all y'all all just live. 
I go to jail. They, they, they kill me. You know what I'm saying? And this was a long time ago, y'all, by the way. This was like the early 2000s, Vaughn, you know? So give me a break. Give me a break. I've transitioned. I've refined my ratchet. And sometimes you need experiences like that in life to tell you out loud don't listen to them dark ass voices in your head that's like fuck them two bitches they're wrong throw pasta at them y'all don't do that don't listen to that voice that voice is wrong as hell that voice is the voice that will get you killed or get someone that you love killed or get you into a situation that isn't worth trying to get out of even if no one gets killed do I really need to go to jail do I really need to be in court fighting these women you know do was it worth it could I have had better patience in that moment absolutely now him stopping a car, that was, that. I think I'm still, <laughs> I still have trauma from that. And I was like, yo, what you doing? <laughs> but point very well taken. He wasn't going to let nothing happen to me. But he made his point loud and clear. And I've never done like that, nothing like that again. I put myself in jeopardy. I put him in jeopardy. And I put my daughter in jeopardy. Because my ego said, you know, that dark voice is is really attached to your ego. Don't get it twisted. Keep that ego in check. My ego said, throw this pasta out the window at these bitches. Instead of, hey, these two unrefined ratchet hoes <laughs> ain't going to get me off of my uh, graceful Beyonce. I'm going to be patient too. And then we could just talk mess on on them as we ride home. And you know what else happened? We get home and I was hungry, but I ate. I, I didn't have no pasta to eat because I threw it out the window. <laughs> so see, y'all, sometimes you if you listen to that voice in your head, it's, it's not that dark voice that's telling you to do some wild ratchet shit. It's, it's not. Don't listen to it. It's not going to work out in your favor it's gonna be like just like that donut you want to eat right now and when I say you I mean me it's gonna be a moment on the lips a lifetime on the hips is it worth it I mean it might be it is some stuff make you make you feel so good in the moment and you can't be perfect right I'm not saying you can't never eat a donut but I am saying that you should never throw pasta lose your patience to where you throw pasta out the window at people right I I know you guys are feeling what I am saying and we are all living through a very interesting time where you have to be very 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 careful people everybody's losing their damn mind oh I forgot to tell you this part this was another thing that almost made me go home and say, I, I need the shelter in place for another four, five months or years. I had, I've been like renting zip cars, but for one of the shows, the battery park show, the one that, that got shut down that day, I couldn't get a zip car. They were all taken and cause it was the weekend or whatever. So it was hard to get one. So I was like, all right, I am going to, I've, I've been terrified. I'm not getting on the subway. I refuse to get on the subway. 
but I was like, okay, maybe I could try an Uber. There's a lot of rules. They have to have the windows down and, and the whole nine yards. The driver had to have a mask, et cetera, et cetera. I got my wipes. I got my alcohol spray. I'm going to be as careful as I can possibly be. So I got it. Not an Uber. This was a Lyft, but same rules, same rules. So I get a Lyft and the guy pulls up. All the windows are up. Now, it was kind of hot. I get you might want to have the air conditioner on. But I get into the car and I asked him, I said, hey, do you mind rolling down the windows? And he was like, no, 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 I don't want to. And I said, well, the app says that keep the windows open when you can. So I'm not technically I'm not in the car right now. I have the car door open to be exact. And my head is leaned in like, excuse me, can you roll down the windows? So he was saying no. So I just rolled down the the back window on the right hand side where I got in myself so I guess he felt some kind of way about that so I was like sir do you mind rolling down the other windows the app says that you are supposed to have the windows down when possible meaning I guess if it's raining or whether to, to be reasonable now if it was raining and I knew I had to be in a closed up car with this driver I just want to win but it's nice how you can have the windows open and like I said I got on my three full thousand masks I have my alcohol spray I got my wipes the windows are going to be down I have a lot of anxiety about this but I'm good anyway I get into the car with the one window down and I'm asking him if he mind opening the other one so the air could circulate a little bit better he proceeded to go off on me and say and I quote who are you to tell me to roll down my windows in a in my personal vehicle? It's my personal choice. I was like, oh, my God, here we go with the stupid crap. Like, dude, you watch the news too much. Like, it's my personal choice is not a phrase you should be using right now. I'm a customer. I asked, I asked politely, why are we in a dispute over rolling the windows down? And I started recording him. He started recording me. So now I'm caught up in this moment where he's like, he canceled my ride. He's like, get out of my vehicle. I was like, no, you're, I, you have to take me down to Battery Park. You're making me late. I'm not getting another went he's like I'm calling 911 I was like well I'm calling 911 so we're going back and forth and then I said you know what this is the devil the dark voices once again trying to discourage me from transitioning back into a new normal type of life this is one of those moments like when it rained on the last show that's trying to discourage me so I said you know what sir I will get out of your vehicle but before I get out of the vehicle, let me put the color purple curse on you. You know, I love me a good color purple curse. And it's not really a curse. I don't like using the word curse because I'm not evil. So it's not a curse curse. It's really karma. And I told him, I said, you're being a trash person right now. And you're treating me like trash because you're projecting what you are, which is a trash person right now. So before I get out of your vehicle, let me just say to you, until you do right by me, Everything you even think about is going to fail. <laughs> ah, yes. Color purple curse. No, I, I basically told him I, I didn't say it like that because I, I kind of figured he wouldn't get the reference. Not everybody knows the color purple like that, like I do. So basically, I just told him and, you know, I know you understand what karma is and exactly how you're treating me. Someone is going to treat your family this way, your wife, your daughter, 
Your daughter's going to need to get somewhere. Your son's going to get to someone you love, you, yourself. You're going to need to get somewhere. And and they're going to be nervous about their safety. And the person that can get them there safely is not going to treat them well. And it's going to be your fault because that's the energy you're putting out there. And then I got out the vehicle and then I prayed for his family that, you know, maybe me just saying that would make him be a nicer person to the next person that gets in his vehicle so he can fix his karma before karma reaches his kids. And, you know, that's I don't wish bad on nobody. But sometimes in those moments, you just got to let people know that if you're trash, trash is going to follow you around. Trash is coming to you. So. Y'all do your best out here in this world. Be safe. I want to extend the idea. I have this new idea. I, I want to transition the Coach Vaughn podcast. I, I I don't I haven't been talking a lot about what's going on in the sports world like I normally do. And to be quite honest, it's I still love basketball, but it's just like not in the front of my heart right now. And I'm I've actually fell asleep on a couple of these bubble games. But it's just so much other stuff going on. And just my experience with you guys lately, especially, like I said, with the one on ones and even on Instagram, people reaching out and DM DMing me and stuff. I think people just need a friend in their head right now. And I I feel like I am that for you. So I'm I, I think that not I think I know. I know that it's time to transition the Coach Juan podcast into you know, uh, a show which is what it's been lately, which is practical advice for real life. You know, practical advice for everyday life. It's like it's it's what is most important to be talked about right now. I know that we've been playing the Coach Vaughn name as being on both sides of the fence, like my love of sports and talking about sports and my, you know, life coach kind of advice side of me. Which again, I'm not a licensed therapist. I don't practice. I don't have a, a office where I practice life coaching. Like there's people who spent, you know, got a psychology degree that does that. When we're talking about me, I'm a comedian, and but I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm a I'm a person on earth with a plethora of experience, and it's it's in my heart to share my knowledge and experiences. And people liked to ask me questions and get advice from me. So I just want to let you guys know that I am a friend in your head and I am going to be making some changes to this podcast and I want you to stay on board with me. And I think it's going to help us grow as a podcast and expand out to other people. Cause quite frankly, I think a lot of people think that this podcast is about sports and I've done my best to let people know that it's not necessarily about basketball and sports. It's about, you know, relating to things that's happening in that world and talking about, you know, how it can relate to us in real life and and making sense of situations. And not that those situations aren't going to come up and I'm never going to talk about, hey, this happened and let's talk about it from this aspect from, you know, LeBron did something. So let's talk about Of course, that'll happen. But I just want to be more specific and more clear on what the the purpose of this podcast is as it's grown 
And to my day one listeners, I love y'all. Stay on board. It's only going to get better from here. I am your friend in your head and you are mine. And we're going to take that route. If you, I know a lot of you guys listen to me on iTunes, but if you go to the Anchor app where it's housed on Anchor, you can leave me a voice message. And what I want you to do, there's a lot of people that are doing one-on-ones, but there's a lot of people that might want to do one-on-ones that can't afford them. And you want to ask me a question. So here's what we'll do. You don't have to say your real name. You can make up a name. But if you want to, you know, do the Ask Coach Vaughn thing, like the one-on-ones, but you can't afford to do an actual one-on-one and do the private video, go to the coachvon.com click on listen and support you will see on the anchor app where you can leave me a voice message and then we could talk about it on the podcast you can ask me whatever you want and I will give you my opinion and advice in that whatever it is because like I said I have a plethora of experience and people tend to enjoy my uh, opinion and advice on things and I got a good heart and I want to I want to share and I want to help people right now because we are all going through it that what time in life where where people can say the entire world and I have people that listen internationally we are, everybody is going through the same thing at the same damn time and I ain't got all the answers. I am not sway, okay? I ain't Kanye. Ah, you know, crazy Kanye. I ain't got all the answers. I don't. But I have a good ear. And a lot of times, it's it, people like me can give advice better than we could take it for ourselves. I have said many, many a times, I, I wish I was my own mother. Because I listen to some of the advice I give my daughter. And I'd be like, ooh, that's good. I'm going to follow that too. <laughs> And my friends, you know, they they call me with their stuff because they know they know I'm going to do what a friend would do, which is not sugarcoat nothing. I'm not going to pussyfoot around. I'm going to tell you the truth, whether it's something you want to hear or not. But I'm not I'm going to say it in a way to where you can receive it well, hopefully receive it well. And if I have any type of direction, I'm going to go ahead and give you that. I'm never um, I'm never one to tell someone exactly what to do because I'm not I'm not God. And like I said, I ain't got all the answers, but I do have a lot to share and I want to share it with you. Go to Coach Vaughn, V-O-N dot com. Click on support and listen and you will see on the anchor app where you can leave me a voice message. Ask me anything you want. And I promise you it will be on the podcast Stick with me. We're growing together. I am your friend in your head. And you're my friend. Thank you for being my friend. I'm going to leave it there. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. And be sure to follow me on social media at Vaughn Carlo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find all my links to my comedy shows and my other podcasts, the Grown as Fuck Podcast at grownafcomedy.com. Don't forget to leave me a voice message and tell me all your grown as fuck gripes. Go to grownafcomedy.com right now. See ya.